0: Welcome to this Impossible Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hello, friends. I am recording this episode on October 11th, which is National Coming Out Day. And I think it's important to talk about this day, why it's important, and I'm going to share my story. I share my story and I come out on this day every year, I come out again for youth. Because as having been a queer youth growing up and knowing what it is to internalize, those messages that we get from society, even if adult, adults aren't even meaning to give the messages, they are given. And there's a lot of things um, that just are in society and are shifting now, um, which is good. But it makes it so that if you are uh, a queer youth, um, you're you're gonna you're gonna know that you're feel inside and you're gonna feel that you're different and you're going to worry. You're going to worry about what the people who will that you love, what they will think about you. And it's this added stress to your life that otherwise isn't there. And that's something that we as adults need to be aware of and know the impact that we can have, both positive and negative. So I want to start with sharing what the HRC posted today. They're doing a pledge. They're sending it around, having people pledge. Um, but this is what they wrote. Race ethnicity, language, religion, culture, gender expression, sexual orientation, and gender identity should never be barriers to us living our full lives. Coming out or inviting someone in is a personal choice and is often a significant part of reclaiming this right and living in our identity publicly. We all deserve The right to live our lives genuinely, completely, and honestly. So that is what this episode is dedicated to. So starting with my story. (laughs) I When I was in middle school, I posted all of the top teen boys all over my wall. Like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's see. Who else was uh, famous at that time? Um, oh, the guy from Free Willy. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. Um, like all this, You know who I'm talking about, all those guys. I, I would get those teen magazines and I'd cut out the posters and I'd put them all over my wall because I was trying to play the part. Like, oh, teen girls have crushes on teen boys. So that is what I do. And my friends all called me Boy Crazy Beth. <laughs> It's funny to think back on that, but it, I wanted to fit in and I wanted to, I wanted to do what I was supposed to do. I put that in quotes. Um, As I got into high school and kind of like my older high school years, I had friends outside of school um, through like the camp that I worked at and some of those friends came out to me and... That was the first time that anyone had ever come out to me or that I, I had even like had some awareness around gay people. I wasn't I, – I mean, at that time, most of us did not have like, – there were no cell phones, right? And I didn't really watch a lot of TV, so like I wasn't exposed to a lot. It was just what was in my little community. And I went to a little Christian school, um, so very naive, Not didn't have a lot of knowledge. And so this was the first time someone had come out to me, and it, in my when they came out to me, my heart raced, and I know now that that's because it was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like it was like this realization of maybe this is why I feel different, right? And seeing them like tell me that they're gay. And like, I respected and loved them so much. A lot of them were a little older than I was. Um, Like it meant so much. But then I went back to, I went on a, a retreat with a group from my Christian high school and we're sitting around the campfire and I don't know what brought this up. I don't even remember most things, but I do remember that they started talking about homosexuality and how it's a sin. And I was so upset because they were talking about really close friends of mine. And not that I was honest with myself about this, but me like at that time. And I just had to like leave the campfire and I went into my tent and I was crying. And one person came over. I mean, to this day, I don't even remember who she was, but she came in the tent and she just hugged me and she said they're just speaking what's been taught to them it doesn't mean that what they're saying is truth and like her acknowledging my pain and my struggle with like what they were saying and what i felt to be true was huge it meant so much to me like i mean so much that i still remember it to this day and appreciate her for what she did for me in that moment. So after that, I go to college and I'm now in an environment where it's so much more open and accepting. There were professors who had like pink triangles on their door that said safe place, right? Like it just became there are some people who are gay and this is just who you are and you are okay to be you. And to be in that environment, like it did not take me long. I was like, this is me. I'm gay. Everyone needs to know I'm gay. I would wear rainbow clothing and I had to tell all my friends that I was gay. And um, I don't know, that was just my process. I was like, I'm going to be out and loud. (laughs) And I remember my best friend told me that when I came out, like some of the people, they would talk to each other, some of my friends, and they were like, were you worried that she ever came on to you? And my best friend was like, No, we're friends. Like just because you're gay doesn't mean you're suddenly attracted to everyone of the same sex. (laughs) You can still just be friends. And I really, that meant so much to me that she held that belief and that she supported me and understood me. So college was my out days, very out and loud. (laughs) And then after college, I went into the Peace Corps and when i came back from that i was working in chicago and that is when i um started having a more serious relationship and ended up getting engaged and so i again so like when i first came out to my parents um i was lucky because they told me that they like that they still love me even if they don't understand it and and then i had to come out again right when i'm engaged and so i tell tell my parents and i remember my dad told me that he said i'll you know i'll support you but i don't believe it's a real marriage and that hurt that was really hard it was hard to hear um he still was you know at my wedding played guitar like i asked him to and was really happy for me Um, but then when we wanted to have kids again, he had to let me know, like, I don't believe that you should be having kids and that hurt. And I know there's other people who have way worse things happen in their families, but what, what your family thinks of you and says to you, like, it means a lot. Like I, I wanted my parents support. I wanted them to be proud of me. So knowing their beliefs on this, definitely throughout this, like, we just covered a lot of years here. There were many times when I would be like, well, what if I could not be gay? And I would try, I would date guys and I'd be like, let's try to make it work. And I know there's people who actually get married, right? To someone of the opposite sex just because they think it will make it easier, right? But I couldn't do that. I couldn't. So I got married, we had kids and time and love won out like i feel like over time my parents opinions have shifted and changed particularly my dad's they love my kids they're so happy to have grandkids and and see that you know they're going to be fine <laughs> they're going to be fine the kids are okay right there are all kinds of families out there and having two moms is not going to harm you any more than having any two parents or one parent or no parents, right? We all have stuff that we're going to have to go to therapy for from our parents. (laughs) My goal is just to make sure that my kids are not going to therapy for the same things that I am. It's different, new issues. I'm not carrying on the generational trauma, (laughs) side note. (laughs) So love and time were healing in my cases. But queer marriage is no different than any other typical homosexual homose- or not heterosexual marriage, in that they don't always work out. But when I was going through my divorce, I felt—I would say—I felt double shame from it. So I definitely got the message from society, from who knows where, that. From my parents from, <laughs> that when you get married you get married and you stick with it no matter what and that's what's best for the kids and um and so i felt a lot of shame for getting divorced but then i felt double shame like i was supposed to represent gay marriage and and if i got divorced then what is that saying about gay marriage like i was in so much of a shame spiral from all of that took a lot of therapy and talking with friends and like working through it internally with myself like to realize no no staying in a marriage just for the sake of staying in a marriage is not what is best for everyone involved um but i wanted to bring that up because i think i'm probably not the only one who has felt that or if you are not gay, maybe you haven't thought about that, right? Like the extra pressure that it's added added on to everything in your life because you are the representative of this minority group. And so people, maybe you're one of the few people that are out and people know. And like, so it puts an added pressure on you. Um, When I I'm a teacher and in my teaching job, all of them, like I've taught in Michigan and Kansas and Chicago and and in all of these places I have been out as a teacher and that is so important to me because I want those students to see that you can just be you authentically you that it is okay to be gay that you can live a full life right so I always had pictures of like when I was married, I had pictures of my wife and my kids on my on my desk. And even then, um, especially when I lived in those small towns, when I would come out on National Coming Out Day, there would be students who had had no idea <laughs> that I was gay. But I want them to know like, hey, you like me as a teacher. You respect me as a person. And in case you didn't know it, you do know a gay person. It's me. And I'm just like everyone else. We're all human. We all have the same desires. We desire to love and to be loved. That's it. That's it. We're human. Let us be full human. Who I love does not affect you and who you love. So it's really important to me that I am out and proud and living my full life and not hiding so that students can have hope for their future. So that those queer students because they there are there are no matter where you teach you have queer students you do. What our youth is why we need to come out on coming out day. If you have the blessing of being able to be out in your life, please share your story. Share it with the people around you because queer and especially trans youth are at such a huge risk of self-harm from the fear that they fear of being themselves. Of what other people will think of them of what other people might do to them there are places in our country and in the world where it is so unsafe to be themselves and we need to change that we have to change that and this is a day where we can do that some things that you can do and start thinking about is when you talk to youth like please don't ask them like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Because you are, first of all, you're making assumptions, not only about who they might love, but that they are even thinking about that. Like, why rush into that? Your youth should be about discovering you and who you are, right? And so let's, let's just remove that from our list of questions that we ask youth and our list of pressures that we put on them instead ask them about them about what they're into about their passions about their projects about what they're reading get curious about them and make sure that if you have kids yourself they know without a shadow of doubt that you will love them no matter what no matter what you will love them And let them know. Let them know so much that they're like, oh, my God, Mom, I know. (laughs) That's the most common response I get from my kids. I love you no matter what. And I tell them all the time. (laughs) But get even more specific than that. Like once they start getting older and if maybe they start, maybe they're not talking about dating to you, but just let them know, like, you can love whoever you want. Like, you can love whoever you want to love. I love you in your full, authentic self. All right, friends, that's what I have for you. If I could, I would end this episode with the song from Avenue Q, If You Were Gay that be okay? If you have not heard of that song, you need to look it up. Avenue Q if you were gay. Um, maybe that's maybe that's how you talk to your kids. You just play that. Next time you're in the car, just play that song. <laughs> All right. Happy National Coming Out Day. I hope that this has um, made an impact on you. Share this episode. Um, share it on your social media that you are an open, safe place for people. Spread the word. Spread love. It is a time of so much hatred and violence in our world, and we could use a little more love in it. Have a wonderful week.